You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Gattison and Akubo. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. And that's when we're at our best. You know, Giannis is great about attacking, and then when teams like teammates are open, he shares it, and they make shots. And the fans. It feels good to get the monkey off the back, honestly. We've been waiting so many years for this to actually finally happen. And honestly, I, I can't remember a more likable Bucks team than the one we have right here. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, this series is over. That was fun. 113 to 101, the Milwaukee Bucks over the Boston Celtics. They take both games. They take both games from the Boston Celtics in Boston. Three games to one now advantage your Milwaukee Bucks. And well, yeah, they turn up a little bit. Yeah. A little dancing. Look, Evan's even dancing over the little head bob going on. Even Evan yes, sir. is feeling good about this one. I don't know what Evan was like during the game because Evan got here just before the game ended. Mayor yeah, Mitch, the, the early start time. How how are you? I honestly am. I almost can't believe it. But how were you during the game? During the game, uh, nothing's not broke, as bad. So that's good. Yeah, not as bad as uh, game three because this one, whether I you know it was a, a little house money. I hate to admit sure, it. sure, absolutely. Um, because I do think that the Bucks are started to exert their will games two and three. But, man, yeah, so, so during the game, I was I was a little bit better. A uh, couple of charge calls I didn't like. But you're comfortable now this is over. I, uh, I'm never going to say never. So. Dude, they're not winning three games in a row against this team. I understand that. There is no chance. None. You just, you just. None. One game at a time, baby. The series is in the bank and drawing interest. What, what was it? 645 or so. I sat down. I go to Mitch. And everybody that was in the room, I go, this game's over. And Tim Allen's like, what's the score? Because he was paying attention to the Brewers. I said, they're up eight, and it's over. It's all done. Because, to be honest with you, it should have been on sooner than that. It should have been done when George Hill went on a run all by himself to put him up eight or whatever it was and kind of decided, you know what, screw this. Everybody else is in foul trouble. I'll just do it myself. And then he ended up in foul trouble. But something I'd paid attention to, Giannis was already done with four fouls. Middleton then gets his fourth. Yep. And what happens? Eric Bledsoe. All right, I'll go Gets now. aggressive. Okay, I'll go now. But, dude, this is what has to happen from jump. It can't be that. And then, did you see halftime on TNT? It was, I missed it, no. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant by Kenny Smith. And I don't like that show, but it was brilliant. Hey, dude, you know, he runs back to a big jumbo screen or whatever they got yep. back there. And he diagrams everything, right? And he pointed out before he went back there that when you have Giannis and you have Eric Bledsoe that are stronger, physically stronger than everybody else, that you could impose your will at that point, right? And he said, when we had Hakeem Olajuwon with the Rockets, him and Kenny Smith, 
He said, we'd sit there and go over, okay, this is what we're going to do in the game, da-da-da-da. Kane Smith goes. And then I look at the dream and go, but the first two plays, I'm coming to you, big fella, right away to establish your inside game. He goes, now let me show you what the Bucs did to start this game. He goes over, and it's jumper, jumper. Nobody's in the paint. Not the first couple possessions, nobody even went to the paint. Kaysman's like, you can't do this. you you got to be aggressive and get to the rim right away to set tempo and start this game. And that's not what they decided to do. Instead, everybody's outside setting picks, but nobody's going in the paint. Nobody's going to the rim. And Smith was frustrated by that. And I was clapping. I was like, that's right. You're absolutely 110% correct. 110% correct. But this team is so good right now that, again, you talk about contributors from different areas. This is going to be talked about as the Giannis game. Um, And I'll tell you the term that Mayor Mitch was throwing around uh, in a little bit. First, let's go inside the box. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. 113-101, Bucks over the Celtics. Steve Sparky Fiverr, Mayor Mitch, Evan, other side of the glass. Nico Miritich, 25 minutes. 3 of 10 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, 9 points, 6 boards, and that's it. Not a great night. 34 minutes for number 34, Giannis, 15 of 22, 2 of 5 from 3, 7 of 10 from the line. Not as many free throw attempts even close to the last two games. Didn't matter. 39 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, a block, 2 turnovers in 34 minutes. Chris Middleton, 37 minutes, 4 of 19 from the field, 2 of 10. And from three, and they overcame it. Three of three from the line, 13 points, seven assists, three boards, one steal, two turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 29 minutes, three of seven from the floor, one of four from three, seven points, eight boards, one block, one turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 28 minutes, six of 12 from the floor, zero of four from three, one of three from the line, 13 points, three assists, two boards, one steal, two blocks, and three turnovers. Off the bench, George Hill was the man Again, from the second straight game. 27 minutes, 6 of 11 from the floor. 1 of 3 from 3. 2 of 2 from the line. 15 points, 4 boards, 5 assists for George Hill. Pat Connaughton, 33 minutes the man played tonight. That's just crazy. I mean, the, the foul trouble he had to. And, you know, right. he's been he's been serviceable. He's been their, sure. their utility guy, their switch knife, I guess you could say, right? Their Swiss, uh, what is it? What are they called? Uh, Swiss Army knife. Swiss yeah. Army knife, yeah. yeah. Three of seven from the floor. One of two from three. Two of three from the line. Nine points, 10 rebounds. That is the biggest number he brings every night are those rebounds. One assist, one block shot for him. Nine minutes for Sterling Brown. One of three. Missed both three-pointers he took. A board, two assists, uh, and two points. Ersan Ilyasova, 17 minutes, three of nine. Zero of two from three. Six points, six boards, three assists, two steals. A serviceable night for Ersan for the most part tonight. 44% from the for the Bucks from the field. 37.8% for Boston. 8 of 37 from 3 for the Bucs, not good. 21.6%. 9 of 41 for Boston, 22%, also not good. Free throw, 17 of 25, 68%, that's not good. 24 of 30 for the Celtics from the free throw line, good for 80%. Rebounds, Bucks win there, 56-51. Assist both teams with 25. Turnovers, only 8 turnovers for the Bucs to 11 for the Boston Celtics. The Bucs win 113-101. Game number five, Wednesday night. 
Only a couple of nights back here in Milwaukee, celebrate going to the Eastern Conference Finals on Wednesday night. At least that's what I'm expecting. A chance to close it out Wednesday night. Chance to close it out Wednesday night. And if not, it goes back to Boston on Friday. I honest, I didn't think I would see it, but... See what? I, I figured, They're not I, going to the NBA they Finals. They would split at least... I figured they'd split the series at least in Boston, the two games. Right. But I did not think they'd get both. And All you people that say Bucks and six, you okay with Bucks and five? I am. I just, am just more than happy with I'm that. Man. Bucks and six ain't going to work this time. It's going to be Bucks and five, it looks like. 113-101, Bucks over the Celtics. Where to, Merriman? Let's head out to Bruce on the south side. You're up first on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes postgame show. What's up, Bruce? Yo, man, this is very rare that I call in. I get the first shot. Yes, sir. Let me say this to you, man. Let me say this. I've been watching this game today, okay? They need to make their free throws. I don't know what. Okay, they put Giannis on the line. Giannis needs to make his free throws, man. If he didn't make, if George Hill didn't come through, they would have lost this game due to free throws. I don't know if you agree with me, but they need to make them free throws. And, um,. They almost lost the game to free throws, man. I'm sorry, man. I, I just – this is the free throws. They have to make the free throws if they want to go – I'm going to say any farther, but I'm – they can't stop Giannis regardless, no matter what he does. They're going to continue to put him on the free throw line and make the Celtics – or make the Bucks players – Bruce. Beat. Bruce. Series yeah. is over, buddy. Just take a breath. I'm It'll be okay, Bruce. Hold on a second. Listen to me. I, you and I aren't going to disagree on making free throws costing this Bucks team at some point. It very well could cost this Bucks team at some point. Him not making free throws could cost this Bucks team at some point. But tonight, the man had 39 points, 16 boards, four assists, a steal, and a block. Let's just celebrate the man tonight. Thanks for please, the call. Now, listen, I, I did this the other night. What was it? The Pistons series, and some joker calls up yeah, worried it was about after the they won. right. It After was, the game, the series was over. They clinched the series. Series is over, and I get well. They're going. They got problems against Boston Spark. Man, I don't want to hear that crap. Stop. No, dude, we're not going to do this. Tonight is celebration because they're up three to one. The series should end on Wednesday night at home here in Milwaukee. We're going to be happy tonight. Okay, let's just try. I almost want to play the be happy. I almost want to play the open again and just start over. That's Bruce, my guy. Nice guy. It's called a he's called the post game show for the Brewers for a hundred years. I get it. I, I understand, but not tonight. Not tonight. Don't worry about that. Call Big Show tomorrow and complain to the, complain to Gary and Leroy, and they they can talk you off the ledge. Where to next? Eric in New Berlin. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Eric? Oh, hey guys. Hey, hey. what a win! What a win tonight. Unreal. I gotta say, uh, the chips were down a bit there. Giannis is in foul trouble early. Kind of you know tight game back and forth, but uh, the way we pulled away and just unbelievable. Uh, last call or two with the with the free throws, a little bit of concern, but I mean, I, I'd say we're okay. I think they're. I, I think it's fine too. And like I said, look, you. Thanks for the call. You get to the next series. It's Toronto. It's gonna be Kawhi Leonard versus Giannis. It's on. And the other thing, the difference is, is with Toronto is they're a team, right? They're a team. It's not a bunch of individuals like what the Celtics team looks like, which is what they look like all year, and it, it's killing them. They're, they're a team. And Siakam, he's going to be a handful. Toronto's going to present a lot of problems. And if you're like Sparky, that series isn't over yet. It's going to be Toronto. So th- that that is going to be a whole nother uh, ball of wax there when it's Toronto and the Bucks in the next round if that's what happens on Purdue.
positive. That's what's going to be what's happened. And when it does happen, I'm going to be very excited to see Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons all going home. I like Tobias. The other three, see ya. Go watch the, go watch the rest of the playoffs on, on your television set. Uh, all right, Mary Mitch, where to? Stevie D, you're up next on The Fan. What's up, man? What's up, Cheesecake King? What's up, Sparky? What's up, buddy? You know one of the most impressive things about this is they haven't been hitting on all cylinders and they beat the Boston Celtics. They don't have Malcolm Brogdon. You get people not even shooting one-third percent of their shots and they still won. Just imagine we had full strength and we hit our shots. We're going to be blowing these people out. And speak, you brought it up. I'm going to I'm gonna say what i got to say right now. Do not play Malcolm Brogdon on Wednesday night. I don't care if he's yeah, ready or not. He's do he's not play him. Yeah. You don't have to play. You don't need him. Correct. Yep. You can rest him while the early end fighting off, and he could be 125%. One, one of the things I'm looking for this Sparky is for that corral on the bench. Remember him? Yeah. going against the other guy. He yep. said that they go, and then Sparky making the position. Boston will not win another game. And also, somebody needs to talk to Paul Pierce. I want to hear his reaction now at the Producer, yeah. Yeah, he needs to go after him. Hey, I want to see what, what he says. I'll probably listen to Corral and see what that guy says now. He's going to say thing about the Boston Celtics. And um, Barkley, of course, he's going to pump his chest, like I said. And the other one. Uh, Pierce. Yeah. Paul Pierce. All right, CVD, thanks for yeah. the call, man. All right, thanks. Um, Did you see what Aaron Rodgers tweeted tonight, by the way? What? He said... I guess Paul Pierce was right. Bucks up 3-1. Technically, he's right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 first of all, the, the whole thing with Bart and Pharrell on the bench, kind of like good, good exposure, right? I mean, people probably don't know who Bart is. And now a lot of people know who Bart is. Probably helped his Twitter account, helped his social media. Because, I mean, that shows nationals on how many radio stations. Yep. So no matter if Bart was right or wrong or whatever it was, it got him a ton of added exposure. So for Bart's career, whatever else, kind of like the Jim Rome, you know, Chris Long thing or whatever it was. Um, Chris Everett? Chris Everett, yeah. Not Jim Everett, Chris <laughs> Everett. Chris Long. Chris Everett thing. That was right? the best. That made Jim Rome's career. He put him over the top. This ain't going to make Bart's career. But it's still, it's a bunch of added exposure. So I guess if you're Bart, if you want to continue to play that, uh, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, I I I could understand from a publicity standpoint why it makes sense, but remember, Pharrell and those guys are on the East Coast. The East Coast bias is always going to be. They've seen Boston play more than they've seen the Bucks, I'm sure. And the Bucks on national TV, they've seen them. They've talked about Giannis on the air a ton. I listen to Pharrell almost every night when I leave here. Um, so I get that. Paul Pierce is a Celtic. Of course, he's going to say Boston. What the hell do you think he's going to say? And like we talked about the other day, we don't have anybody, right? I mean, there is no Sam Cassell doing TV. There, there's not even Gary Payton doing TV. Not that he'd give us necessarily oh, he, love. He wouldn't. But at least he's been here. I mean, you don't you don't have any of those guys on TV. The Brewers got damn police act, right? Waving the Brewer flag all day. Bucks don't have anybody on national TV right now doing that for them. The Packers have James Jones waving the flag for the Packers. Bucks don't have anybody. They will at some point, but right now they don't have anybody. Uh, all right, Mayor Mitch, where to? Let's go down to Houston, Texas, and check in with Julius. Julius, you're on the fan. What's up? 
Hey, I just wanted to say a good good win tonight, and um, Charles Barkley is saying that we're gonna win it all, man. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I'm but I'm hoping we at least get to the finals. See, I don't, uh, Barkley, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Charles Barkley on TV to begin with, so that's great. I mean, I'm glad he's saying it, and that's some love for the Bucks and Bucks fans who have been ignored on TNT for about 20 years, 25 years, are very excited that they're even talking about us. And I, I get it. I mean, I, I'm down with it. I hope they do win the championship. I hope he's finally right about something. So that would be good. Julius, how's Houston, man? Uh, hot. Hot. <laughs> well, it ain't hot here, man. It was like 45, 50 degrees out here. So Really? Geez. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I left. But, I mean, I miss Milwaukee, but, you know. I'm, <laughs> Why'd you leave? I, uh, I didn't want to deal with snow, more, snow anymore and been uh, fooled around and fell in love, man. So that's that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Women will do it to you every time. Hey, man, thanks for the call. appreciate it. All right. You betcha. Yeah, my buddy Byron, same thing. Moved down to Houston. Same exact thing. Uh, and loves it. Loves him some Houston Texas. I don't know about Houston, man. I, I just I feel like it's too hot. Well, he I he's mean, too he, sticky. He like just praised the educational system down there just for his kids. Just thought it was just really really good. Wow. So way it, it seemingly sounded like they were ahead of us, but I don't know. Never lived in Houston. All right, Mayor Mitch, where to? Let's go to Mequon and check in with Dylan. Dylan, you're up on the fan. What's up? Hey, I uh, just wanted to check in. Um, just wanted to chime in. A couple of guys mentioned the free throw issue uh, mentioned earlier. Um, you know, it didn't necessarily cost us tonight. We were eventually able to kind of shoot our way out of it. But, um, you know, obviously we'd like to, sh- you know, obviously make a higher percentage of free throws. Um, that being said, um, I think Giannis wrapped up the MVP conversation tonight with his performance. Um, taking it to Boston with those dominant third quarter. I think he kind of sealed the deal, or fourth quarter, um, kind of sealed the deal for the Bucks. kind of heading back to Milwaukee. So um, I think he kind of wrapped that up for tonight. So, No, I, I think you're absolutely right. Thanks for the call. Uh, the problem, the MVP voting, all that is done the regular season. None of this matters right now. That's all done. Are the votes actually, they are in, right? Yeah, they're done at the regular, end of the regular season. But they can wait for the stupid award show that they have now, like right. the NFL, till, the till June, right? Yeah. To the end, end of June. June, right around the draft time. Um, so that's kind of how that whole thing works. But see, tomorrow what's going to happen on the big show, and Baby Tosh is sitting in here. I, I Let me see if I got the question right, Baby Tosh. Um, Tomorrow's question is going to be, was that Giannis's matrix moment? Is that what the question is going to be tomorrow, Baby Tosh? Just might be. Hold on. He's got to turn you on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, just might be. Is that going to be the question? Because he realized today a couple of times the yes. uh, turnaround layup where Kyrie grabbed his arm mm-hmm. and goes right through. And that Statue of Liberty is what GA just called it, the last dunk where he splits the two defenders, gets the and one. Jalen Brown can only give him a little two-handed shove. Yep. Yeah, nobody can stop this dude right now. So you're saying Matrix moment, possibly. So that'll be the question tomorrow, is whether or not this was the Matrix moment tonight uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. You tune in when he's big show tomorrow, too, and uh, you can hear that. And the award-winning Chuck and Winkler show uh, tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., they won the best morning show uh, in the yes, sir. news sports talk category by WBA Awards. So that is an awesome deal. Congratulations to those guys. Ryan Horvat put him over the top since he joined the show. Uh, let's uh, – <laughs> Let's uh, go eye up the enemy if we can, and we'll look at the uh, Boston Celtics. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. 
How Did the Bad Guy Look Tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. 113-101 bucks over the Boston Celtics for the Celtics tonight. Al Morris, 18 and 14. He's been doing his job the whole series, I think. I mean, I I don't think anybody can be mad at him at this point. Tatum, the last couple of games, has played well. 17, 10, four assists, couple of block shots, six of 14, but only one of five from three for him. Al Horford, 20 points, six boards, five assists, an eight of 16, shooting three of eight from three. Both teams shot the three ball horribly. So uh, Kyrie, seven of 22, one of seven from three. Uh, 23 points, 10 assists, 6 boards, a couple of steals, 4 turnovers. Uh, Jalen Brown, 16 points. Again, all 5 players in double figures, 7 boards, a couple of assists. The problem was their bench gave them 7 points. 7 points. Marcus Smart, we talked about in the big show about what he was going to be hard and soul, gritty. Forget about the offense and what he's going to provide there, but it's going to be everything else. Well, offensively, he sucked. 1 of 7, all from 3. Uh, three points, couple I of loved assists, it. a board. I absolutely love that. That was just I can't stand Marcus. He, Smart, I, so. I so neither can I. And it was he was you know the heart and soul coming back, and yep. he stinks. Yeah, he he wasn't good today. Fifteen minutes only, coming off that oblique tear, which I don't wish on anybody because that would suck. Uh, okay, let's get a quick timeout. We'll come back to more of your calls. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at one zero five seven FM. The fan bucks win. Bucks win. We know you can do that. Gattison and Akumbo. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. Marks get the win, 113-101 over the Boston Celtics. Don't forget your chance to put a grand in your hand all day tomorrow. Make sure to be tuning into the fan to get your keyword. Text that in on our national cash contest. Again, that's tomorrow all day long. Your chance to put a grand in your hand. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Mayor Mitch, Evan, chairman of the DJ Wilson Fan Club, other side of the glass after the Bucks get the big win tonight. All right, highlight courtesy of TNT, Marvin, Chris Weber on the call. Yeah, Giannis comes in with some foul trouble, comes back in and begins to start his dominance in the second half with a big and one here late in the third quarter. Move the ball, get it to the open shooters. That's what they'll do. Giannis on the reverse, oh. and draws the foul. Such a balance of strength and finesse. Yeah, he uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. And this is what, you know, 50 pounds of muscle or whatever it was they said he's added on since his rookie year. That's how 50 pounds of muscle will do for you. That's the same thing they were trying to get John Henson to do is add muscle. Yep. He is the perfect yeah. amount of muscle and not too heavy for it to be able to move. Right. Correct. And he had a chase down, oh, well, near chase down block late in the first half on Tatum. Where, I mean, he was at half court to the bucket and like, Two steps. I'm wondering if Henson will be back for any of these playoff games in Milwaukee here out. I would imagine he will be. I'm guessing you'll see him in the stands or out at the clubs or whatever. I bet you he comes back. You think so? He's tight with a lot of we these guys. We might have to celebrate John Henson and Matthew Delvadova's contribution to this, this yeah, playoff we, run. we might have to. Can I just say George something? Hill. This is the first time in the history of this show that we're going to shut off somebody's mic. Shut his mic off. <laughs> Congratulations. You're the first one that ever had that done to him. All right, well, 13101. Let's take a call here. What do you got, man? Let's Mitch? go out to Travis on the north side. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Travis? 
Hey, what's going on, fellas? What what's a up? beautiful game tonight, man. Yes, sir. Hey, one thing I just wanted to touch on with Giannis. I mean, I think it's truly amazing that we've been blessed to have a player like this in the NBA playing on our franchise, man. I mean, you watch what this kid is able to do, and he's still growing. He's still putting on weight like you guys were just touching on. And you can only imagine how much dominant, how much more dominant he's going to be as he continues to put that muscle on because a man of his, his age – that metabolism is still just probably got to be out of control. You know, I can't imagine the amount of calories he's got to take in to just put that amount of weight on. But uh, I really think we're seeing a legend being born. And, boys, this is number – this is win number seven out of 16 needed on this championship run. Let's go Bucks! How cool does that sound? Huh? Sounds pretty cool to me. Seven of 16, that's what it takes to win an NBA championship. Did you realize – Then they look – I mean – do you think Golden State even wants to play play the Bucks right now? Hell yes. Did you see Boogie Cousins says he'll be back before this whole thing is said yeah, and done? I ain't too worried about him. He makes them worse. Uh, I agree with you on that. But that's okay. We'll see. Hopefully we don't got to worry about Boogie Cousins. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be nice to not have yeah, to worry I, about I, him. I don't really want to deal with him. But having said that, did you realize that the last time the Bucks won a championship, Oscar, right, Lou Alcindor, McLaughlin, do you realize they never had a parade for them? Really? They never were, they were never. Um, I mean, nothing, were, were, were parades not a thing? The, all the government way back then? and all that. They did nothing for them. Never, they were never recognized. The only thing they did was a team party at the hotel for the team. And that was it. Wow. Won the NBA championship and they got a party at the hotel for the team and that's all they got. That's really sad. That's stupid. That's what that is. But then fast forward, right? Dozen year or decade or so, and we're throwing loser parades for the Brewers World Series team that lost in the World Series. Makes no sense. All right, where to next, Merriman? Let's go to Alex in West Dallas. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's hey, up? Hey, um, I know people don't talk about it, um, you know, when we win, but man, the refs tried to give Boston that game on a platter. Yeah. Boston wouldn't take it. Nope. I mean, just tried to give it to them. I mean, everything that we got uh, going to the basket. It seems like, you know, common fouls, but they got all the touch fouls. Again, not crying, you know, not, you know, sour grapes or anything, but I was just watching that, man, and I'm like, geez, man, are they just trying to give it to them from the last game or whatever? But at any rate, um, it's, it's just great to see, honestly, man. I've always said – well, I've said all year that it would take for the Bucks to shoot abysmally and the other team to shoot great for us to lose. Anything else in the middle, man, I, I think we win. And if we shoot great and the other team doesn't, it's a boat race. But the crazy so. part about this is right now is they haven't been in the all four games have been runaways. All four. Boston ran away and hit on Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's run away from them all three games. We haven't had right. even a game in the last two minutes yet. Right. Right. I but mean, that's how again. It's been all year. Right. That's how it's been all yes. year. Yep. And they had more double-digit wins than anybody. What was it, 45 or whatever it was? Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the crazy part about this whole thing. Not necessarily that they're up 3-1, but the fact that since they got blown out in the first game, they've pretty much owned Boston in the second half of all three games. I mean, they really have. And again tonight, 33-23 in the third, 33-29 in the fourth. And uh, different guys. That George Hill trade... When they made it, it was like, yeah, that's a nice veteran point guard. But really, you're doing it to free up money for the offseason to get Middleton and Bledsoe and whatever you want to do, $18 million. I don't know if anybody thought he'd be this instrumental offensively 
in this whole deal. You were just hoping he'd come in, provide some defense, some nice leadership. Let's see what happens. But offensively, he's been huge these last two games off the bench for the Bucks, Mitch. Absolutely huge. Yeah, he's been instrumental in the third quarter in Boston. It's funny that it's in Boston where you wouldn't expect a role player like George Hill to, right. to be as impactful and, dare I say, dominant in the third quarter. Let's hit the injury report. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, now, injury report is pretty simple. Very simple, actually. We're just waiting on Malcolm Brogdon, who did not play again tonight. They're saying he's close, uh, but not playing. So we sit and we wait. Now there's no reason to play him. There's no reason to play him now until the next series. There really isn't. It's 3-1. We're not, Neil, there's no need to play him. None. So now he just sits, watches, continues to practice, get him ready for this the Toronto series, which is what I assume is going to be is the Bucks and Toronto. We'll see what Philadelphia has left in order to win. Without if Joel Embiid doesn't play like he did in game three for Philly, they can't win that series. That dude, I mean in his last game he was sick. So okay. There's it's always, always something, something with that. Always dude. something. It's, if he has a bad game, he's sick. He's got gastro right. tendonitis. <laughs> that's not the word. Right, but you, you know what fair. I'm saying. No. But you know, it's he's sick. Like, really? I mean, but that's fine. Take some blame. No, that no, that's totally fine that he was sick and taking IVs and all that. All I'm saying is he can't play the level that he played in game three for three more games in that series. I don't believe he can because he'll get hurt, get sick, whatever. There'll be something. And those will be the games that Toronto will win in that series. So we'll see. All right, uh, Mayor Mitch, where to next? Let's go out to Allen, West Milwaukee. You're up on the fan. What's up, Allen? Hey, guys. <laughs> Just a great Bucks win. How does it feel, Bucks fans, to have the best player in the NBA? And that's what Giannis is, the best player in the NBA. It doesn't matter what Harden does. Adekumpo comes, and he provides a win. And I think this is a big-time learning experience for Giannis because he's learning how to win. And that first win – with that first loss in Milwaukee. I think we should you teach know, you how to say his name. It's Giannis. Okay. Giannis, oh, Giannis. With a, Giannis like with a Y. Giannis. Okay, great. That first win, that first loss, they got punched in the mouth, but they came back and they they have clearly showed that they are outclassing the Boston Celtics. This was a must win for the Boston Celtics. And for them, for the, uh, for, for the Bucks to come out and just win that game, going away is just... That's just amazing, and I think Bucks fans should really celebrate. Oh, they're uh, celebrating. I promise you, they're celebrating. Thanks for the call. Some quotes coming out from uh, Kyrie Irving uh, right now. Uh, one quote from Kyrie, I'm trying to do it all for me, 22 shots. I should have shot 30. That's Kyrie. Got to love that dude. That dude is amazing. Kyrie, they feel good about themselves. He said you need to break that rhythm, and the Celtics haven't done it. Should have shot 30, Kyrie said. Dude, and he would have made nine. Please shoot thirty next game. Please shoot thirty-five. Doesn't matter to me. I, I'm going to enjoy watching that because, again, like we said before, he can shoot you and win you a game, or he can shoot you right out of a game. It can go both ways. If he wants to be ball hog and not pass and be a team player, you lose. That that's simply what happens at the end of the day. And earlier today on the big show, we were talking about Rozier, and I suggested starting Rozier and like Kyrie play off the ball. And let Morris come off the bench and be that offense with Gordon Hayward on that second unit and see what the Bucks would do to adjust because you knew Smart was going to come off the bench. They didn't make that adjustment. They continued running with the same five and they got beat again. And I don't know if it would have changed anything, but at least 
Uh, fellas, good evening. Uh, great win. A um, couple things quick, man. I think tonight, first of all, Boston, I think they shot their wide, man. I, I think what happened, um, they complained before game four about the calls and about the first three and a half quarters. They were getting most of the calls, Kyrie flopping out of bounds, things like that. Um, didn't work out. Buck's bench was, was phenomenal tonight. Um, I think if you get up on Boston early in game, in game five Wednesday, they're going to lay down and they're done. Um, I kind of disagree with you guys about playing Brogdon. I would play him a little bit, I, maybe like they did smart tonight, because I don't want his first action, you know, being in that final series, shake a little of the rust off if he can. Because like I said, they're probably going to blow him out. You get him some minutes, get him out there, get him some run. Um, and then also, I really think that um, – you win on Wednesday, and you just hope Toronto and Philadelphia go off seven. Yep. It doesn't matter. I think Philly. I think Toronto's going to win Game Five. Philly's going to play desperate and go Game Six, and then they just beat each other up in Game Seven. I That's what you want. Yep. Let them do that, and uh, but just take care of your business on uh, Wednesday. Yep. All right, fellas, appreciate it. I agree. Thanks for the call. That's exactly what you want. You want them to go seven and beat the crap out of each other, and whoever comes out of it, great. I still think it's going to be Toronto, though, uh, because what's going to happen is I agree with him, and B's going to have one more big game to carry that to win a game. And Toronto's going to get the other two. And that's that. That I think that's how that'll play out. All right, how about uh, the drive of the game, Mayor Mitch? This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, drive of the game. Highlight courtesy of TNT Mayor Mitch. What say you on this one? Drive of the game. I'm going to go Brooke Lopez with a nice little putback dunk. Kind of get a little bit. Of, the game was back and forth in that third quarter, but this one did a little bit to kind of get the Bucks mojo back in the third quarter. Ilya Sova with the mismatch over Smart, and it's Lopez putting it down. Now that's what I love to see from the big fella. Pump fake the three, go in, drive, and dunk someone. Or just do it like Dominique and get it off of the rebound, go up high. He needs to start shooting the three better, folks. I mean, I, I like that play when it didn't matter, really. But I, I need him to shoot the three better. They need him to shoot the three better. That's when this team is truly dangerous. When Brooke Lopez is hitting four or five threes in a game, this team goes to a different level of scary at that point. But not hitting threes like he hasn't been, um, and he's just a dude that can block shots because he doesn't rebound a ton. I know he helps everybody else rebound fine, but they need him to shoot threes. They really do. All right, let's get to a sports flash with Mayor Mitch. Take more of your calls, 113 to 101. Bucks over the Boston Celtics, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. Ah, this is getting fun on Twitter. Sam Decker tweets out, Growing up in Wisconsin, there have been many, many dark days and years for Bucks fans. So even as a player... For other organizations, it's been cool to see the excitement in the state and have their patience rewarded with this team. I knew it. What? He was gonna do. He was gonna give the Bucks some support. He had to. Well, I mean, grew up a Bucks fan. I'm sure. Well, I mean, that's no guarantee. 
lots of people didn't grow up Bucks fans. Sure. They grew up in the state, so there's no guarantee he was even a Bucks fan. But he at least knows the suffering that we went through having lived here all of his life. I would have to think that's definitely a part of it. Uh, another tweet here, uh, tweeting at 105.7 FM. The fan is from Doug, uh, who tweets, listening to postgame and callers, make a note to myself, don't invite them to parties. We're on a rocket ride since the season started. A year ago, Kid, Prunty, Deli, Hanson, Parker, to today, and his complaint about free throws? Enjoy the ride. It's a blast. That a was, magic carpet ride, if you will? And that was Bruce Southside. No, this is not a magic carpet ride. A magic carpet ride is when you overcome every obstacle thrown at you and still figure out a way how to win. They really haven't had any obstacles. Their MVP's been I'll healthy. Let, the I'll let you and Leroy year. argue that one tomorrow. No, Leroy just doesn't understand. But <laughs> that's it's definitely not a magic carpet ride. I mean, the Packers had like 17 guys on the IR that year when they went to the Super Bowl, picking guys up off the street to come in and play and put them in huge roles. So that was a magic carpet ride, the way that whole thing played out. This year, this team has been this good all year. This is legit. This is as legit as it comes at this point as far as how good this team is. All right, uh, let's see. Defensive play of the game, Mayor Mitch, what you got? We are going inside the locker room, actually. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm all lost. All right, after the game, uh, Giannis and Chris Middleton talked after the game courtside on TNT. Giannis, you had another statistically dominant performance, but what does this win say about the team that's collectively been the best in basketball this season? It's it's amazing, man. I think uh, the whole group, the whole team played hard. The whole team was ready. Everybody stepped up. And, you know, this is what makes uh, an average uh, team from a great team or a good team is that, like, you have the opportunity to take a, uh, to be up two, two games. And we, we, all, we, were, we were all ready. So it was really good, man. Chris, your coach told me at halftime that it was your activity that set the tone offensively. How did you approach this game? Uh, it was a nasty game. I couldn't get any shots going, but I just tried to do all the little things. Uh, make the extra pass, drive and find open teammates, then feed this guy. Uh, he took it over first in that fourth quarter. Sent foul trip all night, but he stayed with it. Giannis, with the opportunity to close out this series at home, knowing that the Celtics will make adjustments, are there any that you would like to see your team make? Say that again? Are there any adjustments that you would like your team to make, despite no, no. the win? No, we just got to keep show up again at home, play hard, play together, and uh, everything's going to take care of itself. Giannis is like, what? Dumb Adjustments? Question. Stupid. Uh, hi, there you go. Highlight courtesy of TNT. No. Here's more on that Kyrie quote. Remember earlier I said uh, he asked uh, about the 22 shots or whatever? Uh, this is an expanded quote now from Tim Bontemps uh, on Twitter. Kyrie on his shooting was 19 of 62 the past three games. Kyrie said, quote, who cares? I'm a basketball player. Prepare the right way. The expectations on me are going to be sky high. For me, the 22 shots, I should have shot 30. I'm, I'm beginning to enjoy his enlightening quotes after every game. This dude is amazing. What did he say? It was before game three, something about, you know, uh, the intellect. or It was something like people need to make need to be smart in life and in basketball. And it's just yeah. like, dude, we're talking about basketball here. I mean. He thinks the earth is flat. Okay, let's go to the next caller. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Where Gas to? can Dan on the mound for the Washington Nationals right here. Let's go out to Mike in New Berlin. You're up next yeah, on the Jennings. fan. Hey, hey Mike. Guys, how's it going tonight? Good. Hey, man, how about this win? These Bucks are looking great. Yeah, they are. Um, hey, man, I had to call in. Spark, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, back when the AD trade stuff came up, and he said that he was willing to come to Milwaukee, I called into the big show. It was my first call, and I had to thank you guys all at the fan there because I was not a Bucks fan when I started 
listening to the fan for my Brewers and Packers coverage. And I started listening to all you guys talk about how good Giannis is and how good this guy's going to be and this team's going to get good. And like three years ago, I started watching. I've been locked in. I've been watching every game ever since. And now tonight we have this beautiful win. And, uh, I mean, I just got to thank you guys. It's been great. It's been a great ride. I appreciate listening, and the Bucks appreciate you becoming a fan for sure, dude. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks for the call. Um, oh, Twitter's amazing. Uh, Jay King tweets out another Kyrie Irving quote. Kyrie Irving, I'm leaving the court before the final buzzer. Quote, the game was over. So that's why he got up and left before the game was technically over with the final buzzer. Okay. I got more. I got more. This appears to be Al Horford's sister. Uh, who tweeted out uh, earlier tonight, the amount of times the Adams gets to the free throw line is bleeping ridiculous. Hashtag soft calls. So family members now getting involved on Twitter. Marcus for Morris Celtics. shot more free throws than Giannis did tonight. So Correct. be quiet. Yes, I, I, it's okay. It's okay. Everybody can be better. It's, it's, it's totally fine. But Kyrie Irving is simply amazing. I, I don't know if I'd want to deal with that. Can you imagine if he goes to New York? Could you imagine... How he's going to get pummeled? Him and Durant oh, I together. Mean, Durant is this, another soft skin. He hates the media. That's why it doesn't make any sense why he would go there. But whatever. All right. Let's take another call. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Where to, Mary? Jeremy Northside. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Jeremy? How y'all doing? Good. Hey, Sparky. I listen to I listen to you guys in the morning. Like it's my first time calling the show. And um, Sparky. So Sparky, I have I just had a question. The Bucks is phenomenal, doing great. But I wanted to. Sparky, what if Middleton is, like, not playing good because he want to see how much he can pay? Just say this air quote slump he's playing in and can't get any shots off. What if he's just fronting until he get paid? Until he see what Milwaukee's willing to pay him? This is what I think. I think Chris Middleton knows what Milwaukee's going to pay him. Milwaukee knows where they're going to pay him, and I think that it's pretty much a done deal. Okay. I don't I think I don't I don't I don't think this series really matters to be honest with you or the rest of the playoffs. I think they've already determined what they're going to pay him, and I think Middleton knows what they're willing to pay him. Now, if that number is max money, then this is done at midnight on when free agency opens. If the number's Can not max money, question? then Middleton's going to explore the market. I would imagine. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Do you think Middleton will play way better than this year, next year, or next after his contract is signed? You're asking me if I think he can get better. No. Do you think he's going to be better? Right. So do I think if he can can he play better than what he's played? I think Chris Middleton is a streaky player in the regular season, has been his whole career, he'll tell you this. I don't think that's going to change. I think in this offense, with the way it's set up and what you have your superstar Giannis doing, will never really fully allow him to take the next step probably in his career if he stays here. He's going to be that secondary guy. Now, if he goes somewhere else – where he can kind of have more of a say. Say it's Dallas with Luka and Porzingis. Now he can go get 15 to 20 shots a game probably, and his scoring average is going to go up, and he'll be more of that guy. Here, that's not going to happen. So that's why I say if they offer him max money, he's obviously staying. If it's not max money, I would expect him to explore the market and see what happens. That's what I think. Thanks for the call. I also think Malcolm Brogdon is well aware of what they're willing to offer him. And that number's probably been told to him, whatever it is. And – I'm sure Malcolm Brogdon said, because I can 99.9% guarantee you they're not giving him max money, um, that Brogdon, I'm sure, is probably going to be like, okay, thanks. I'm going to go see what I can get. And if I can get more, even though you might not be able to match it, I'm going to try and go get more. He has to because he's always hurt. He's got to get his money while he can. 
Plain and simple. All right, sneak one more in here. 414-799-1250. Where to? Vincent in Anaheim. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, man, good game for the Bucks, man. Are you hey. all going to beat Philadelphia? Hey, man, hey, I got I take it one game at a time. I, I put in my video, my, my pick video, my prediction video, I said Raptors in seven, and I did say Bucks in five. But if it doesn't go to five, if y'all can't get it done. They'll get it done. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to say it's just going to go to seven, and you know who was signing on on that one. Bucks. Um, but, yeah, man, I, like I said, I, were you there on Friday when I asked you want to trade Middleton just for this series? Give me Middleton, I'll give you Lowry. You know what I mean? Not a chance. Trade, right? Not a chance. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade myself for Kyle Lowry at this oh, point. You could keep your Kyle Lowry. No man, that dude is horrible in the playoffs. This game, man, is proof. This is what great teams have. They have a great starting five, and they have guys that come off the bench and know how to hold it down. You know, Pat Connaughton, man, that guy was holding it down for you. He wasn't losing the game for you. No, he's played well want. in this series. He really you has. Want guys, exactly. You want guys not to lose the game for you. You don't want guys turning over the ball. You don't want guys not making their shots. Just hold it down and get it done. And I'm with you. Doing. Hey, man, get I got to run. Down. I got to get to a break here. Thanks for the call, buddy. We'll talk to you later in the series, I'm sure, or after that the Bucks win the series. That Raptors bench has been trash. Just trash. But during the season, it's been good. It was fine, but Fred Van Vliet forgot how to play basketball. Yeah. Um, who else they got? Well, Arbaca's coming off the bench now. Word has it Kyle Lowry shook his hand and took all of his powers away from him. Uh, let, let's uh, let's go to X Factor of the game. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, so X factor of the game, it's Giannis. This isn't even debatable. Giannis uh, tonight was unbelievable. Like I said, tomorrow, pretty sure the question is going to be, did he have his matrix moment tonight? 39 points, 16 boards, four assists, a steal, a block, two turnovers, 15 of 22 from the field, two of five from three, seven of 10 from the free throw line. And uh, if you didn't hear earlier, Charles Barkley apparently on TV predicted the Bucs to win the whole thing now. So there's that. Uh, nowhere from Paul Pierce if he's crying in the fetal somewhere. We haven't heard that yet. Uh, who's the other one that we were? Oh, uh, the uh, Carver High. Oh, up and down the list. I mean, Carver High and CBS Sports Radio uh, is on Twitter as well tonight saying that, you know, he was mad at the one caller when he went off the one night, pretty much assuming the Bucks were just going to breeze through the Eastern Conference Finals and win 12 easily and then go to the NBA Finals saying it's not going to be that easy type deal. So that was kind of his response. But so far, it's been pretty easy. They've only lost one game. 113 to 101. Bucks over the Boston Celtics. Come back, other side. Defensive play of the game. And we'll also look forward to game five, to where the Bucks should clinch this bad boy coming up on Wednesday night. Bucks win 113 101. One game away from advancing to the Eastern Conference Finals. To me, this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. 
113-101. Bucks over the Celtics. Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Mayor Mitch, Evan, chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club, other side of the glass. Defensive play of the game. Highlight courtesy of TNT. Marv Albert, Chris Weber on the call. What you got, Mayor Mitch? Pat Connaughton, a big again tonight off the bench. Had a nice block on the run out. It's a slam dunk. That dude can 44-inch vertical or something like that. Yeah, he can get it Showed up. it off right here. Again having woes here in the third quarter. This is the biggest lead of the night for the Milwaukee block shot by Connaughton. And he is ahead of the field. Watch it down. He can get up, Mark. Do not sleep on this man just because he has a nice fastball and a curveball. He's a hooper at heart. That's why he chose the league. He wanted to be with the best athletes going to work. Kyrie with the left hand, and he's called for a travel. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Matt Velasquez is busy at work in Boston, so we got to make this uh, short as he joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. So I guess first things first. Was this the Matrix moment, the coming out party, whatever you want to call it for Giannis tonight? You know, the funny thing is is that he had 39.16 rebounds. And the bench kind of overshadowed him. I mean, at least maybe that's my opinion. I, I think George Hill played mother. really well. Connaughton had 10 boards, yeah. Yeah, you looked like they were going to be dead in the water. You know, with Giannis going to the bench, Milton going to the bench. It's like a tie game when Giannis goes out, two-point deficit. Milton goes out. They're both all-stars out of the game. And then, boom. You have Pat Connaughton throwing down dunks like the one you just played, and George Hill scored nine points in that third quarter, and suddenly they're up ten, and and the Bucks are just totally in control. And you know Giannis comes in seventeen points in the fourth quarter, absolutely dominant. Again, Kyrie to switch on to him, and Kyrie can handle that. Uh, but it was just you know an incredible team performance. And oh yeah, Giannis had thirty nine sixteen, was just unstoppable. What is wrong with Kyrie? Were you at his pressure when he talked of all this crazy stuff about taking 30 shots and he doesn't care about what his shooting percentage is and all that stuff? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I can understand the frustration. He, I can understand him saying, I thought I should shoot more. I mean, the team wasn't shooting well. And, uh, you know, he is one of the better shooters, so maybe he should shoot more guys with passing up shots. Um, you know, the Bucks kind of had them shook. I mean, maybe probably they had themselves shook uh, because they just missed shots. So they're pump taking threes, not taking them. Uh, you know, and trying to do things themselves uh, instead of working the ball around. Just a lot of a lot of issues caused by that Bucks Bucks defense. But I I don't really know the the whole Kyrie situation. Um, but I do know that you know there was a fan behind me after the game ended. The Celtics go out the tunnel and this fan is screaming like, "Don't listen to him, Kyrie. We need you. We need you." And yeah, they're already they're already giving up. They, they think the series is over, which it, it is. It is. It, don't you and, think it's uh, over Wednesday? I think that I've heard how people around me who are around the Celtics more, they're like, oh, yeah, this, they'd be surprised if the Celtics even showed up. Yep, I agree with you. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for coming out. We'll talk to you Wednesday night as they get ready to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, fantastic. There he is joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Let's hear from the Bucks head coach. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. That's pretty cool. There was a chance we weren't going to get Matt Velasquez and he was able to sneak away and uh, come out with us. So my thanks to him. 
uh, for coming on with us after the game like he has all year long and has done a, a great job in doing so. Uh, okay, let's hear from Coach Boonholzer uh, from after tonight's 113-101 victory. Uh, the competitiveness of the group um, for four quarters. We've we've been down, I think, the first quarter, maybe every game. And second quarter, f- find a way to ride a little bit. And third and fourth quarter, just defensively, I think our activity, um, our togetherness um, on that end of the court is just fueling everything we do. Um, you know, I thought a huge stretch of the game with Giannis and Chris both on the bench as two of our leaders, um, the way that group was able to... Um, you know, play on both ends. I think send us into the fourth quarter with a four, six-point lead. Uh, that was just a huge stretch for us and our group. So really pr- pleased with the way they played. Um, now i got to get ready to go back to Milwaukee and um, prepare and do it again. Mark James Nesson in WEI in Boston. Coach, what is going back to that first game and what you guys have done the last three games, what would you attribute for this huge turnaround you guys completely taken control of the series you know the word we've been using a lot is just our activity um, our activity on both ends of the court but particularly defensively just think we're much more together we're much more connected we're helping each other we're covering for each other we're scrambling um, and you know hopefully then taking care of the boards and then I think you know similarly on offense hopefully we're moving a little bit more um, just playing with pace, obviously. Um, Giannis in the pick and roll as a ball handler and screener is good. So I, I'd say our bench has been huge for us, you know, particularly George Hill and Pat Connington. But I thought Irsan makes a bunch of big plays for us. Um, you know, so I think just collectively, um, I think the group's very together and uh, playing really well. Eric, name the athletic, but this whole year you've talked about depth. and how much it can mean to the team. And a lot of times, once the playoffs start, rotations get shorter. What do you think the bench has found, you know, especially in that third quarter when they pull away here in the playoffs? Well, hopefully it's some confidence that they've built up through the season. Um, and, you know, I think certainly their teammates have a ton of confidence in them. The starters, you know, believe in the bench. They support them. Um, you know, I think they work hard. Um, I just think they're playing with a lot of confidence and, um, you know, George, again, we've been talking about it the last few days. I think his experience is showing um, his understanding of the moment, and he's just making big plays for us. And I think he's really kind of, I'd say he's keeping the whole group really in a good place, but particularly that second unit, I feel like George is doing a really good job of kind of um, orchestrating things on both ends of the court with that group. All right, there he is, uh, Coach Boonholzer, uh, after the game in Boston, after the Bucks uh, win. Uh, over the Boston Celtics tonight, one thirteen, one oh one. Let's check out Trail on the north side. What's up, Trail? What's going on, Spark? You Ready tell me. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> doing good. Man, you know, uh, it's just refreshing, man, to see this Bucks team continue to play like the machine they've been playing like all year. Uh, so much for Giannis getting exposed in the playoffs, and so much for him not being able to finish games with 17 points in the fourth quarter. And it's just funny watching Kyrie whine and see all the Celtics at the, towards the end of the game when they knew it was nothing they could do, started to get the elbows and push-offs and stuff like that. So hopefully it's going to be – they're going to be extra physical on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, I know we'll be prepared for it, but um, this probably is going to be the hardest game um, unless we come out on the blitz early on like we haven't started off the games 
in the first quarter pretty good. Third okay. quarter, third quarter for the most part is decided every game in this series for the most part. Yeah, but I, I think I think I think this is going to be a tough game unless the Bucks come out with so much energy and, and blitz the uh, Celtics because I think some of the Celtics are ready to just quit. Uh, they probably will quit in the next game, no doubt. Trail, thanks for the call. All right, let's go to our forward thinking for game number uh, five. That's where the series is going to end. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. All right, so the Brewers got the lead currently in the eighth inning. Jeremy Jeffers just came on. Aguilar had a sacrifice fly to give them the lead 4-3 there in the eighth. Uh, Tim and Baby Tausch will be on following that one on the Bayview Shade and Blinds post-game show here on The Fan, so stay tuned for that. Chuck and Wingler tomorrow morning will be talking more about this Bucks game uh, starting at 6 a.m., plus a chance to put a grand in your hand all day tomorrow. Uh, from morning show to Bill Michaels in the midday from 10 to 2 all the way through the big show. Are you, you going to do the... The money scream? I haven't done that. Forgot about that. Uh, a couple I just of years. That. Yeah, I haven't done that in a couple of years. Uh, all money, right. money, 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 money. Uh, yeah, my, you're right. Good. See, I, I like people that listen to our show. Uh, okay, so uh, looking ahead, here, I'll forward think. Bucks win this series and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals coming up on Wednesday night and uh, make sure to be uh, down in that area. That Fear of the Deer District uh, is just awesome. We were down there uh, last night checking it out. The Mecca, that new bar, great. Absolutely. That looks it. like the coolest thing it's in the cool. world. Do you know where we ended up, though? We ended up on Old World 3rd Street in the 1983 arcade. That's where we ended up. Oh, really? Hanging out playing. NBA Jam. Uh, uh, what night was this? Last night. Uh, NFL Blitz or whatever it's called. They have WWF Superstars with, like, Virgil and Ted DiBiase, the old game there. They got Pac-Man, Frogger, Pinball. See, I'm not here to, you know, get in a conver- uh, competition with arcade bars, but right. up-down is way better than I've that. not been there yeah, either. Yeah, I would go there. We found that place mainly because we went to, um, what's the, Punch Club, Punch Bowl punch Social. Bowl. Right. Well, Jackson could bowl, and that was about all Jackson was going to do there at age three. So we're like, okay, well, this isn't going to work. So we walked out of there, checked out the big TV in the Mecca, the Jumbotron or whatever, and then we walked over there and uh, had some fun. Nice. But that place is just awesome. I'm just telling you, for for a game experience before the game, after the game, can't beat it. Cannot beat it. 113-101 bucks over the Celtics. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Chuck and Winkler kick things off tomorrow morning at 6. Go Brewers. Have a good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 